You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth are you doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. A beard. See you, Julian. Hey, vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. You're probably a bit confused right now. I broke the glass. It's all come back to me. This. What is this? That's my ship. What? Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Hey there, Whovians, and welcome to another episode of Earth Station Who. That's right, folks. We are back with Big Finish. That's right. And this is actually a first for us. We are going to be looking at a 10th Doctor Big Finish adventure, which is pretty darn awesome. And he gets to meet up with River Song, of all people, which is pretty darn awesome. And this came out in November 2020, so it's been out for a little bit, but we finally caught up and had time to listen, and it's going to be a ton of fun. But you know what the best part about this? We didn't get... (laughs) I was wondering how long that would take to get to it. (laughs) So we got a great crew to talk all about it, of course. Uh, Our regular River Song focus here. Welcome, Julie Filipek. Hey, hey, guys. Always good to have you. Always good to have you. And, of course, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. And the lovely and talented Miss Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It is great to be here. Yes, folks, this is going to be a fun one, and we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Please write us at feedback at earthstationwho.com. Let us know. Have you guys listened to this one? Were you excited about it? I know we were because, you know, we didn't have to hear that damn theme, you know, again. <laughs> it's, very rare that we, it's very rare that we do big finished stories that are this recent, actually. No, ex- exactly. That's very true. And usually I, we're way behind. Oh, I know. It has to have at least a three-year mark or something like that on it. So, but yeah, it was, it's a ton of fun that we got to listen to this one, and I think, you know, I'm going to go right out of the ballpark and everything. They knocked it. They Oh. They hit home runs with oh, each yeah. one of these. There's three great stories. I had fun. Two of them were f- my favorite. One, not so much. And we'll, we'll talk about it. But it was a, it was the chemistry. Let's just start with between David and Alex was just... Off the charts. You know, yeah. and oh. it, was, it was great. So good. I, I, I think so I've good. said before that, you know, because we've, we've done all the Alex Kingston uh, so well. Not all of them. No, so we far. haven't done. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be back, folks. We get to have to sit through we've, that. We've done a number of them, and uh, you know, it's it's hard finding someone that she doesn't have chemistry with. But um, but when you put her together with someone like David, who has great chemistry with so many people as well, 
they're just like mm. they're just they just work together so well like they are connected in a way that is just almost obscene um it, it's they're it's it's just so good to listen to i could actually just listen to them read the phone book so uh, i'm glad that some of the stories were actually well written but um well mike uh, i got a surprise for you reading the phone book is <laughs> because, because uh they could make reading the phone book uh so interesting oh gosh, i am uh, i love listening to david Tennant audio um, I've listened to the entirety of uh, How to Train Your Dragon series that he reads the audiobooks for. Oh, wow. Um, which is a phenomenal listen. They are kids' books, but it's so much fun that it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and so I was really excited that you guys were like, hey, come and listen to, to David. And I'm like, yes, absolutely, 100%. I love listening to him in audio. And yeah, wonderful stories. And they're so good. Have you David heard this one? It. So you haven't heard this one though. No, I didn't before, before you asked, I hadn't listened to this. Okay, good. As a voice actor, cause yeah, that's a different set of skills, but David gets it. I mean, he's been voice acting for a long time. I mean, he got, he's, I mean, he, he was doing big finish stuff before he was even cast as the doctor. So, so he, he knows about what mm-hmm. makes good voice acting and what works and what doesn't work. And uh, you know, and Alex is the same way. So um they're they're just both really skilled at it and it's great to listen to them have that chemistry yeah they're not just reading the script they're they're embodying yeah. the characters yes. right exactly. you, you feel like you're in their world and uh, it's so they, nice because david so loves playing the 10th doctor and mm. it's it's like it fits him like a glove and Alex knows River Song inside and out, and probably knows more about River Song than we know about River Song. You know, uh, absolutely. Like uh, just the fact I listened to some of the like behind the scenes, and they were just talking about the like number of writers and people who are like online who are like delving into the background of River. And the writer of the story is like, I don't have this background. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know this much about River Song. Um, and I find that phenomenal that there's just this character out there who has probably, you know, m- more mystery in some ways than the doctor does. Yeah. Th- this series shouldn't, I mean, if you're a doctor who like TV purist, this series shouldn't happen Mm-mm. because the 10th doctor meets river for the first time and river. That's the last time that they meet. Uh, that is their, their last moment together in that in that two-parter um so there should be nothing in between that's just that for big finish to exploit i think they get around that quite well with these stories um and i and and you you kind of give them a pass because you want them to interact so well uh so much that you're like okay i don't care if logically it doesn't make sense because this is just so much fun Mm -hmm. well chronologically this for dr 10 this takes place right after Donna left. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, it does make sense. It, yeah, it totally makes sense. They don't have to be linear. <laughs> no, they're time travelers. And, you know, River, could, with River, it's always interesting because it could be anywhere, especially in the big Finnish universe that she's from. You know, you don't know which era or whatever. So, you know, basically she ends in the library and before that she is with doctor you know doctor 12 for all those years and so 
before that, though, you have no idea. There's so many different things that could be happening with her. So, and that's well, they're they're supposed to be running opposite directions. Um, oh, but they I gave think up on that I, a long time ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. I think, they I, think, did. I, think, I, think I think thanks to Big Finish. In particular, they said, no, that's not really the case. Well, even, on, like, even on the TV show, they yeah, get up on that. The, the river just goes where she wants to. And, you know, that's, that sounds exactly like river. So it makes perfect sense for that to happen. Because it's, yeah, like you said, Mike, it's easy to spot where this takes place in, in Dr. Ten's timeline. But it's not really easy to spot where this happens in River's timeline. No, not at all. And yeah. that's what's interesting with it is and i think even part of the story you know between the three stories i don't think even river goes in order in in these no no well it didn't feel like she did anyway no exactly so even though you know i did love the story with the long distance dating with psychic paper oh Oh, my god that was my favorite story it was so good (laughs) that was just so so perfect that 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 might be my not only my favorite story that of this set, but that might be my favorite story that I've ever listened to from Big Finish. Wow. I think it, it, I was, think really it was good. It, it was it was so clever. Um it's hard for me to believe that it was written in like a few weeks. Yeah. Because the production on this, like, this was not supposed to happen. Um and we don't even know if this is ever gonna happen again, getting these two actors together because it's it's only because of the pandemic that this was able to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and once I love when they, they said the... that that David had a little break in his schedule, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> didn't everybody? <laughs> so I know it's an understatement, right? But but for them to put together this story and open with it, it was like, wow, where are they going to go from here? Because this story was so well done, very 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 Moffat like, mm-hmm. um, and that's a compliment in my opinion. I know some people wouldn't consider that a compliment, but I consider that one of the highest compliments. Um, and the interaction between them is just so great. And then you get two other doctors involved um, and that's a lot of fun. And it, 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 it just is great. There's full of so many great moments in this. This is one I'm going to be listening to over it, and over and over again. It, what works well is that from a Moffat perspective is most people agree that Stephen Moffat was a great writer, not necessarily a great showrunner. So for a one story <laughs> and the fact that it is like a Stephen Moffat story, yes, it's absolutely, they nailed it. Um, and this was something that I do agree with one of the things they said in their um, bonus material was that you really couldn't make this work in an on-screen episode. Right. That would be it's- very difficult. Yeah. It's very much a, you you need to just have this as being an audio and just the fact that they're like writing love letters to each other is phenomenal. What What's awesome is they're communicating with each other, but what's even better than them talking face to face is them talking to one another so that like the other one is not there. So they can actually yes. be honest. So they can actually be honest. Like they can actually their true feelings come out about stuff. And it's like it's it's just it's just so well done. The only complaint I have with it is that the heist aspect of it was a little like just it fell flat for me. Um the the whole quantum Vatican and end of the universe date thing felt like something that Douglas Adams would do, but the punch there was no punchline to it. It just kind of fell flat. But but that, I mean, other than that, I thought this was 
amazing. This was I just, mean, the, the whole the whole thing was a MacGuffin. It was there oh, was right, no right, it's, just, right. it's so, just an excuse. Right? It was superfluous, really. It didn't yeah. really matter. But but it should have mattered, right? It should have had like yeah, if I you want to make this I like, agree with that because I think it was I, more about the journey, yeah, than the outcome. <laughs> I just think it would have been a cherry on on the top, you know. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna make this great Sunday, just just put that cherry on top. I mean, I'm not like like I said, it's the best thing I've heard from them. Really, it is. It's it really is the best. And you know how critical I am of their stories. Um, but with this one, I can't. That's the only fault that I could find. Even the River Song theme, which is used throughout the series, because um, the guy who did the music is Howard Carter, and he does the music for that the, the uh, River Song Diaries. Uh, he sneaks it in there, but you know what? It's not annoying in this. Uh, he, he has well, a very he doesn't subtle... blast you with right. it. No, he's very subtle he plays with it, it in the background. It's very <laughs> nice, actually. Um, Maybe they'll uh, learn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just that it was just great. It's great fun. The, That's the, what was great about it. The sound design for these three stories is awesome. I mean, they did a great job on the production. It really adds to it. I was so happy to, to that, I mean, they put this together in a really short amount of time Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. for it to be such high quality, I mean, and the writing and the production. Yes. And yeah. most of them working from home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody having their own equipment and having them email it in and do this stuff. Like, I mean, that's, that's not easy. I mean, look yeah. at, you know, what well, we take it for granted because we do these podcasting things, but you know they're on a on another level when they do this stuff, and they have to. They're able to put this together together something like this. It's just yeah, credit it's pretty to amazing, and that's what the cool thing about this was. Like you said, they were all at home. They weren't even in the same studio together. They weren't. Some some of the times they weren't even recording at the same time, and right. it just was like boom, and that just shows class, and that also shows professionalism, and you know. I hope to become a producer that well someday. So it should be pretty cool to do. So I loved it. And, you know, it was even better because you had the first story of the cameos that you were not oh, expecting. Yeah, that was really fun when they show up. I I love it. And, and, and forgive me for not knowing the other doctors because I haven't gotten there yet in, in Classic Who. Um, but the one that, like, basically kind of, like, had a had – a, really big crush on on river was was fantastic mm-hmm. yeah that, it was it was fun to hear it's like oh that's number five right I, there yeah, that's the fifth doctor and that you know. was and that was awesome especially <laughs> when he brought up tegan and what's his face and what's his face that was such a great line I mean, he's under the influence, so he does have a excuse there, but it's still really just funny to see hear him just just trash his team, just, just yes, just dismiss them, and get and get all wrapped up in River. That's just amazing, mm-hmm. and that that was awesome, was so good. And the only thing that really Colin sounded so old uh, on he just that had a birthday, yeah, he yeah. just turned like what eighty three. I mean, yeah, he is old. He yeah. is old. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's, but uh, yeah, and it's like, and it felt like I was listening to my grandfather when he was trying to set up his answering machine. So, <laughs> it's exactly, I think, what they were going. For. Oh, I know they were. 100%. Mel, Mel says I need to set this up, so I don't know what this is. And it's just, if this is River Song, you know. <laughs> 
beep. I, okay, is it done? Oh, wait, done? do I have to do something else? Do I not? <laughs> do I not say the beep? You know. Like, no, no, you don't need to say the beep. <laughs> what? You don't say the beep? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'd hear my parents like arguing. I don't think I'm supposed to hit stop, am I? And it's like it's like just stop it, just stop. It. <laughs> it, it, it put the hair in the back of my neck up, and so. But yeah, it was it was so much fun. Um, what about the second story? What did it do for? Did you guys like it? The treasure hunt kind. That of? was the weakest one for me. Yeah, I thought Precious I, Annihilation was the weakest of the three for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still I, enjoy, was, I still enjoyed yes. it. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. But yes. well, I, I I should say I enjoyed them. I enjoy David and Alex in this. I didn't really care for the plot. I didn't really care for the other characters. It seemed like one guy, uh, the gem, uh, the the gemstone, the maker, the jeweler, jeweler. right? It seemed like he was trying to like channel Jonathan Price. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, nice try, dude. Um, but um, yeah, it just was kind of a mess, I thought, and um, uh, didn't really do that much for me. But but the one thing, uh, and then it kind of turns into something at the end where it's got this sort of like blatant in your face like hey this is how we're going to deal we're going to have foreshadow what happens to river um and and confront like how she feels about you know being someone being locked up in a computer program for the rest of their life instead of dying i was like why did you toss then at this at the end it just seemed mm-hmm. really forced and- i think almost it was supposed to be a lead-in for the next one yeah but it was possibly. it was it was clumsy the way it yeah. was done yeah they've done I mean, better they have done so much better yeah i mean but this it- was very conventional story very predictable to to, to be fair though when i've compared this because i've listened to mainly the diary of river songs this is mm-hmm. probably stronger than the weakest of Oh, I, I agree with that. Right. Yeah, I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, of course it was because yeah. you also had you had great actors in the two leads, and you know when the ones we've listened to in the diaries, it's just Alex trying to run everything because she didn't have a good supporting cast. This was at least had David she didn't have and good writing. Yeah, exactly. But it was. I'm glad we got to see it, and I'm glad we heard mm-hmm. it and everything. And it, it was great. All these, I could picture exactly what the doctor was wearing, exactly what River was wearing, you know. And it's it's just great and everything. I think this is one that they said in the in the bonus material that they adapted. Because this was not in a, like, the other two stories they came up with fresh once they realized that they could go forward with this. But this one they already had sort of written in the can for... Yeah, it was written for something else. Yeah, it was written for something else. And they they retooled it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that could be one of the reasons why it doesn't click and work as well. But I mean, it's not horrible. And but if David and Alex weren't doing it, I don't know if it would be as as great to listen to. I will say the sound design is really good in this one, too. The creaking of the ship and the the Mm -hmm. London streets. I mean, oh, I love the London streets. I like that time period that they chose. Um, and the fact the that they kind of, yeah, they skipped around. So they went 1912, 1600s. And so, you know, it still has some elements of that Moffat-esque use of going to the different time periods. Um, just didn't land quite as well as the first one. And you can, and yeah, and you can almost like when, like when the 10th doctor says, oh, 
I've forgotten how like much this London smells back then. And you can almost like you can yep. almost smell it too. You're like, whoa, yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. You're <laughs> right, doctor. It does smell. And, and you don't really get that sense when you watch it like, that time period on television or like in a movie or something. But um, in an audio, man, they they managed to get that across. Which credit to them. So mm-hmm. it was it was yeah. fun, and I'm glad. You know, it was a fun story, though. It was a fun story, and. It- you know, people imploding. How bad can it be? You know. Yeah, and we got like River uh, fighting on a ship, mm-hmm. which is always a lot of fun. Yes, I, I'm like cool. I, 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 it's like as much as I loved it in audio, I would also like to see that on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I would have loved to have seen on screen them trying to get into the TARDIS underwater. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, Yeah. well, but you know, a couple episodes ago, we were reviewing (laughs) the TARDIS floating on the water. Why didn't you do it this time? Oh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) I knew you would. Yeah, it wasn't for you. It shouldn't be that long ago. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like the idea that uh, um, they had. um, I just lost my train of thought. Okay. No idea what I was going to say. I'll probably get to it. Well, you're probably in the middle of our next story that we're about to start. Oh, you also, remember the other thing? They kind of just throw in the moral at the end, too. Yeah, it's like you you find out you know the alien is you know, their desire for security leads to them becoming the monster. It's like the oppressed becoming the oppressor, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of thrown in there at the end, not not woven throughout the story. Right? Yeah they they should have set up that part better because again I like the concept just poor execution yeah yeah and and it yeah and what i was going to mention was uh sort of to piggyback off of something julie said i like the fact that the doctor recognized that river can take care of herself like like she's somewhere else seemingly in danger and he's totally not worried about it like he's just (laughs) dealing with his threat because and she's like well aren't you worried about your friend and he's like she can take care of herself yeah, and and it's not dismissive. It's not. I mean, it's it's real. He really has confidence. Yeah, it's in her. just um, a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's just like even though they, like he doesn't really like because he always says I don't know you. He keeps asking like who are you? Who are you? But it's like he knows. You know, it's 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 this kind of bonding which uh, means uh, to me it, it makes it um, so cool that they are married later for the doctor. Um, even though when that happened, I was not as convinced at the time that that was, that they had built that, they had earned that, but boy, they, ever since then they have. Yeah. But the thing is you could tell, you know, at the very beginning of the first story, who are you river song? What are you? By the end of the third story, there was almost like, okay, we're buds. We're, you know, there's something there, but I just don't know what, and you know, and you didn't, and you only heard her say spoilers once in this, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, because really he was the one, and in at least two stories, he was the one that had the spoiler for her. And to like clamp down and not reveal that he knows how she how she dies or ends up, if you want to, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's exactly. he's the one with the bigger secret at, mm-hmm. at this point in time. Very true. Very, very, very true. All right, let's get into story number three, Ghosts. It was an interesting concept, and I I was smiling ear to ear throughout this whole story. There was just something about it that I really liked. 
this is one where I'm going to be honest. I was confused for a lot of it. And then I get to the end and I'm like, oh my gosh, this all makes sense. Like, how did I not really follow this end to end? Um, So I think it was done well in that, even though like I was, I was a little lost for a little bit, it was like, okay, it all comes together. Um, and, And I did enjoy it. Just, that's just me personally. It could just been like me having a weird time walking my dog and trying to listen to it. I don't know. No, it, no. I, it was enjoyable. Um, but sort of, I, I thought that, you know, it was, it, it, it was one of those things that they tried to be clever, but I, I could, I saw it coming. Like I saw the the twist, if you will, the fact that it was, they were just, we were just you know, following holograms for the first half uh, or first two thirds or whatever. Um, uh, I saw that coming pretty early and the rest of the cast didn't really like the rest of the characters didn't, I mean, they were just holograms too, but they didn't really do anything for me. Um, and so, and I, and I was disappointed. Like at the end, I should have been close to tears because these two characters are dying and I didn't really feel anything. So I, I have to say that that, that was uh, a failure on that part too, for me. See, by the time that I found out they were, they were dying, just the final two, it was like you already, I already knew what was going on and it was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but you should have like, still felt for them, you know, even though they were holograph, hologram images of them, you should have still I'm felt a for them. bastard, because, dude. I don't feel like <laughs> I, I mean, normal people should have no. felt <laughs> for them. I, not you personally, Mike, because I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of how the character characters are written and that they just accept it and kind of fade away um and you know maybe that's because of the people they're they're based on that that they would act like that but i mean i agree they didn't they they could have wrung some emotion out of it yeah this one this one was like this one to me more than the other two showed that you know they this is like a this is like a first draft if this had gone through a normal production like two or three drafts later this could have been probably maybe not as good as the first one, but it could have been pretty exceptional. I think one of my big things is I didn't, I I think I I struggled with the side characters and partially like I, they ran the couples ran together. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's more than just one couple. There's two couples. Yeah. (laughs) I I agree. They were too similar. It was very hard to tell them apart. Uh, no, it was interesting though. Um, one of the males in the cu- in the second couple, um, who was the brother and sister, he sounded almost like a T, like Robert McIntyre, and his <laughs> accent and oh, that's it, funny. And it was I, I was picturing him looking like Robert, <laughs> and so it was just like I had that image in my head, and it was like, and when he when he got taken by the mist, I was like, oh no, not Robert. <laughs> <laughs> So you do feel something for friends, yes. For characters in a story, no. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't. I mean, they didn't. I, I they were the most poorly developed side characters. I, oh, I yeah. thought, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I still, I still like this story. I mean, it was the darkest of all of them by far. Oh yeah, um, exactly. But it was interesting because they. Um, when they, you know, saved the virus, you know, because it had gained sentence and they wanted to, you know, let it live in like a terminal or something or a database somewhere. That was the same thing they wanted to do 
with right. the in the previous story. So I thought it was very interesting how that tied together there. Well, they were yeah. they were really playing up the whole ri- saving river yeah. into the right. library aspect yeah. of it and how oh, yeah. how it would feel. And and interestingly, the you know the question it was are are these digital things or digital copies sometimes are they real people do we consider them to be real people and the doctor's take seemed to be no (laughs) they were not even though he saves river (laughs) to the database in the library so that was an interesting take in that in that in that second story it was weird because you know he's like i'm saving her and river's like are you really like that would be horrible to live like that and and i don't know it, it you know, I think we're supposed to feel like the doctor's trying to convince himself oh. that what he did with River is is acceptable. Um, but to have River say to his face, like, that would be horrible. Um, there should have been more to that than just sort of like a casual thing, I think. But yeah. um, uh, I know they can't really go that deep into it. So uh, for those kind of reasons, and- but... And if they were purposely trying to really connect the second and third story, I, they're falling into the trap that I usually find with big finish stories is that trying to have an overarching story between multiple episodes usually doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah it usually do, doesn't have, work. <laughs> yeah, especially because they have like two or three different writers just mm-hmm. tackling it individually right. without, without any sort of oversight, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the best things I had was, you know, our good old friend, uh, Mr. Briggs, being the director for these. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, he's going to show up for this. Like, he's like, I'm not letting anybody else direct yeah. these. Nope, nope, I, mean, nope, I don't nope, blame nope. him. <laughs> Go, Nicholas. <laughs> he's, he's got like, his priorities right. I'm going to pull my executive privilege card on this one, on this project. <laughs> All three of them. Yes, the whole thing. Mm, exactly. And it's it was interesting, but... It, it was good, and I would highly recommend this to anybody out there who wants to enjoy three hours, basically. And I don't even think it was three hours to listen to these three. It was just under, because yeah. they were about 55 to 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and they were very easy to listen to, and it was a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon just listening. And, you know, definitely recommend it. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. certainly if you're if you're a fan of Dent Doctor and if you're a fan of River Song, um, you can't miss these. You know, this is this is a set you have to have. Um, if you're not a fan of those people, then yes, obviously you might want to skip this. But um, uh, but no, this is this is really well done, and it's two people who are man, they're just so good. It's like it's like I almost hate to get in the trap of saying like, oh yeah, David Tennant's like the best Doctor because <laughs> I, I I don't. I, I mean, I, I, he's my, he's my second favorite, but sometimes I feel like I shouldn't say that because I'm like, you know, it's just a popular thing. But then I, I see him in a story or I listen to him and I'm like, damn, he's just so good. <laughs> I mean, he's arguably one of the best actors who's, who's played the doctor. I agree. And just I agree. as an actor. Um, Cause I, I kind of went through a stage where I, you know, I just got covered the second doctor and actually from an actual acting perspective i think he's one of the best as well um based on the performances he gave so it's one of those things where i'm like you might not he might not be your favorite doctor but you can't you can't argue that the man can act 
Yeah, I've argue, I've often argued that human nature wouldn't happen as strong. It wouldn't be as nearly as effective if, if it was any other actor playing the doctor. To me, yeah. to me, um, because David totally sells that, yeah. and it just is such an amazing performance uh, from him. Um, and yeah, he, you know, he doesn't phone these in. He, you can tell he's having fun, but he's also taking it seriously. He knows the doctor. He knows that he does the work, and. Um, you know, Alex is the same way. Uh, Alex, you know, uh, knows her character as well. I mean, she just finished writing that. that her book is out now, on, on, on uh, which I'm going to listen to as well. I got the I bought the audio for that this week. So, uh, so there's uh, so another will be Kingston. swooning this weekend. <laughs> there's more Alex <laughs> Kingston in my future. So, I, if they, if I swear to God, though, if that's if that if that audio book starts with the damn theme, I'm going to like. <laughs> because <laughs> it was so nice to hear i also really like and i know this is not actually murray gold doing the music but i love it, murray gold's version of the doctor who theme and just to hear that version of it you know even done for by um uh howard carter it's still it's still just great to listen yeah, to yes yes oh, murray yeah. gold and anyone who's like trying to emulate murray gold mm. It's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just, there's a lot of, uh, Mary, you said it, this, this is one of the best produced ones, mm-hmm. which says a lot because they didn't do it in a studio. There's so much stuff that they, that probably could have gone wrong that we would have excused them for because they didn't have, you know, their normal um, uh, technology available to get this done. And yet it sounds better than like almost all their other stuff. I think maybe, Maybe because I've also comp- I've often complained that sometimes they try to do too many audio tricks with their stories with people's accents, especially with alien characters and robotic yeah, characters. Yeah, there was no reverb. There was no. Yeah, echo. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe maybe taking them out of studio and having yeah, that was a maybe good they're thing. Not, they're not able to do that kind of stuff. The one person that really had much of a difference was Amara, was the only one that had like a lot of like differing things with her right. voice, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, they did a few things with David uh, uh, um, at, in the last in story. The last one. Yeah, yeah right. which I was like, okay, I'll give you that. And let me tell you, David, I love you as the doctor, but man, when you do another voice, I can spot it in a <laughs> <laughs> Not a tough thing to do yeah. there, dude. Yeah, it's pretty he obvious. Is, he, he does not have a huge range in terms of the other characters because I'm like, oh, it's David. Is, wait, is this the doctor being this character? No, it, no, it's really just David doing it. So. It was like, wait a minute. No, that's not. <laughs> that, that second story where he's one of the miners or whatever. It's just like, oh, man, this is so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just laughed funny. that off. It was just funny. Yeah. Nope. So I, I loved it. Should we? I hope there's. Do we want to? Do we want to rate it, or do we just want to give it all fives? I'll, I'll give that first story five. The others yeah. maybe fours. Uh, you know, Three writing wise, I, I don't know if I can do a, a four, but but the chemistry between them, is, I'll give them a four, a five. Oh, the so. chemistry! I'll give a twelve. What do you mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like the it's, it's just yeah. Yeah, in the bonus material, they said that this is like you know they don't intend to do any more of these, and I I I, would, I, really I think that's hope a, they I, do. I think that's a mistake. I'm like, yeah. please please do more of these because uh, this is special. These are special. 
and and the bonus material on, on these are good too. Oh yes, yeah, very much so. We'll find well out when you know Matt you. Smith starts doing his big finish. So <laughs> yes, oh Matt Smith. So it's only a matter of time, folks. Oh it's, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And then, oh, and then when Peter comes, I mean Peter's gonna like be amazing with big finish. You know that <laughs> he's gonna embrace it maybe even more than David does. <laughs> mm. So, so that's pretty uh, so awesome. There's gonna be a lot of good stuff to listen to, and and I'm sure River's gonna. You know, Alex Rivers seems to keep going. Doing yeah, she seems to be teaming yeah, up I with everybody. Yeah, I think Alex really enjoys it. The Diary of River Song, Chapter 28. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I cannot wait for River and Nine to meet. Like, that's... Oh, oh God, God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> oh, please let yes. that happen. Please. Like, I, I know there's lots of thoughts about Eccleson, but Nine, I love Nine. No, I do I, too. I want more nine. Um, that's why one of the reasons why I'm excited for our, so much more big finish with him because I think I could have enjoyed a couple more seasons with him. Oh, definitely. Totally understand that, and you know we're going to be getting that real soon. So, yes. absolutely, definitely. Yeah. You know, well, we're going to be talking about Doctor Nine. We're not going to be getting River <laughs> and Nine very soon. <laughs> so, but yeah. someday, someday we will. So. But definitely love to hear from you guys at home. You know, what did you guys think of this one? Feedback at EarthStationWho.com. Let us know what you guys thought. Did you love it? Did you not? What's not to love? You know, what am I saying? What's not to love? You know, it's it was great. It was a blast to talk about and with you guys and just to listen to. It's, it's just awesome. And you know what? Anytime we get two classic acts, or, you know, together like that, I'm all for it. So, very cool, folks. Well, let's thank everyone for being here tonight. Julie, thank you as always. Thank you so much. You want to give a little shout out to you, you guys? Yes. Um, so, I'm part of the podcast, Watchers in the Fourth Dimension. Um, we are watching Doctor Who from the very beginning. Um, and we've actually just finished up the second Doctor. Uh, the, our latest episode is from the second part of the War Games. It's titled Hate Squabbling. So if you're into some some squabbles, uh, you should listen to that. No, very much so. Very awesome. And, you know, I love hearing, you know, your show. It's always fun hearing the chemistry you guys have built and everything. Oh, thank you. And everything. And you guys have gotten really good. So, you know, <laughs> I'm very happy to say that. We try. I know you do. So definitely check them out. And, of course, let's thank our regulars, Ms. Mary Ogle. Thank you, as always. Oh, thank you for having me. This this one was, was great. I highly recommend people go out and buy this one and listen. Very much so. Anything you want to promote? Uh, you can find my artwork at maryogle.com and also on Etsy at eVision Arts. Excellent. And Mr. Mike Gordon. As always, it's my pleasure. Always great, and we actually have a Dragon Con report coming up very soon. We do, we do. Dragon Con is happening. So uh, to find out all the information that we have at this time, check out the Dragon Con report that's coming to you in a couple weeks. Exactly. Look for it on the ESO Network feed or at dragonconreport.com. That's always great to do. So definitely, folks, thank you as always. Um, as we always like to say, check out our Facebook group, check out, you know, us up on Twitter, or, you know, if you just want to say hi, write us. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. 
We are going to be back again in two weeks, and we are going to go look at the Fourth Doctor era, and we are going... Ready for this, folks? Can you believe we have not done the Pyramids of Mars? And so it is going to be a lot of fun to talk about that one. Sarah and Doctor are back, and um, it's going to be a fun one. So until then, my name is Mike Faber. We will see you here next time on the Earth Station Who podcast. Peace. And we are done. Ta-da. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. My name is Mark McCray, and I'm the author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives. I'm Dan Klink, co-host of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives features programming trends from the 1966 television season all the way through the last hurrah of the early digital age of the 1990s. On the show, if it's animated, we talk about it. Order your signed copy today at tbsool.com. And listen to the podcast at esonetwork.com and all podcast platforms. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Hello, everyone. Dr. Geek here with a shout-out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. And let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.